Welcome to Joystown's Music You Need to Know, where we present the brightest independent artists. I'm your host, Chris Sampson. Joystown's is presented in partnership with Music Connection. Music Connection has been an invaluable resource to the music community since 1977. Check them out at musicconnection.com for more information. Our guest today is acclaimed vocalist and songwriter Judith Hill. After working as a background vocalist for some of music's most iconic names, Judith has firmly established herself as her own artist with her own unique perspective. Her upcoming record, Baby I'm Hollywood, due out March 5th, takes a deep dive into her experience as a biracial woman in today's America through insightful and candid songwriting and infectious grooves. We talk with Judith about the making of Baby I'm Hollywood, her role as an artist activist, and her plans for the future. We also hear three songs from the record. We'll hear the title track, Baby I'm Hollywood, Americana, and Thank You. So let's begin the show with Baby I'm Hollywood by Judith Hill on Joy Sounds.
And that was Baby, I'm Hollywood by Judith Hill. And it is my pleasure to welcome to Joy Sounds, Judith Hill. Hi, Judith. Hi. What a great song. And congratulations. This is your new single. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm really excited for it. That's awesome. And it's off your upcoming album, which is due out Mm -hmm. March 5th, I understand, of the Mm -hmm. same name, Baby, I'm Hollywood. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. This is an amazing, it seems like almost kind of tribute to your influences. This really is drawing upon American music traditions. Mm. I assume that's the idea, right? Yeah. Yeah, I wanted something that just that just gave you that like nostalgic feeling and it was a bit celebratory. And, um, you know, I wrote the song and I was thinking about just how the word Hollywood is often thrown around in a very more pretentious way. And I wanted something that felt more soulful to describe like the world of like being born in Hollywood and what I've gone through. And it kind of was like a symbolic symbolic of my life. And so, yeah, I definitely wanted it to feel like a Motown slash Rolling Stones kind of, you know, classic feeling. Oh, you definitely nailed that. You got that yeah. happening with a, with a bit of Aretha in there too, I think. Yeah, so. of course. Well, Aretha's <laughs> always my girl. <laughs> <laughs> but I like this idea that you decided to own that part of you and this location and the character of this town, because you're absolutely right. It's always kind of viewed with kind of mixed vibes, you know, as to what yeah. Hollywood represents. But you owned it and you actually said, baby, I'm Hollywood. Yeah, because usually if someone says, oh, she's so Hollywood, it's almost like a diss, you know, like she's, right. <laughs> you know, but but I, I did own the statement because I wanted to personify Hollywood as a woman. I wanted to show that she's somebody that they have dressed up and walked her down the red carpets. And, and you know, it's kind of a Ellis Island of creatives and people are coming in and out and it feels very transient. And she's kind of like this old soul that is like experienced all of these like chapters of life and she's survived the worst of it. And and I just felt like it reminded me of my own life as well. Is this sort of how your creative process unfolded with this entire record? Is this record sort of a journey of self-discovery? Are you sort of finding more about yourself in this record? Yeah, well, I, I definitely, I started the record with writing this song because I was just eating dinner one day, like Indian food. And I was just like, you know what? I just want to, I just want to like claim the city and I want to give it some soul and meaning. And I want to own my own like story a little bit more. And I started with writing that song. And then from there, I wrote the rest of the record, which was kind of like, this was kind of like a through line theme of that being like the centerpiece idea. And then just really exploring my own life and my own journey and everything about me. And if I understand correctly, this is a self-produced record. And I just want to kind of get your impressions as to what that experience was like, was to to take on that role and that responsibility in really owning this project yourself. Oh, I have a blast just making music on my own. And just, you know, I I think my process has always been, I love to just get in the studio and just pound on different instruments. And then it's fun because then I can just really be in control of the sound and how exactly how I want it to go. And then what I usually do is I record everything and then I'll have my band come in and we'll do a rehearsal of the album and they'll live with the tracks and then we'll come in and re-record everything and so it's a really fun organic process I like just making records like that particularly on this track the opening track that we listened to Baby I'm Hollywood you capture that live spirit you capture the the at least the feeling of of musicians being in a room at the yeah. same time, which is <laughs> yeah, which I is is kind of a throwback, or it's kind of unusual to hear, you know, to capture that chemistry. Mm-hmm. I love that feeling of you can where you can kind of feel that there are human beings, more than one human being that's 
on the track and contributing in a way. And uh, yeah, I think that that's what makes me, that's what I fell in love with when I listened to music growing up was that. And so that's what I always want to bring back. And you've been keeping busy with a lot of other events. Very recently, I got to see you in this incredible David Bowie tribute. Yeah, no, I I love David Bowie. He's just like a a real influence of mine and just such an icon. And his music is so unique. And, you know, I I was really honored to be a part of that tribute and taking some of a couple of his songs and kind of creating my own kind of um, interpretation, soulful interpretation to it was really, um, really exciting for me. And you also recently participated in the Georgia Comes Alive Festival, which was an effort to get out the vote for the Senate runoff. This is such an interesting time to be an artist because obviously we've got the conditions of the quarantine to perform in, but there's so much activism that we can participate in. That's right. Absolutely. I mean, I think it's a really important time for artists. Music has always, we've always been, you know, leading the way in cultural movements and, and, and really you know, becoming like a voice piece for um, what's happening in our community and in society. And I think it was really almost good in a sense that the world stopped and that we stopped doing what we did every day and a call to higher duty with what's going on in the world and really speaking truth to it and and um, using our musics to bring that voice. For me, particularly, very passionate about social justice. I think that this is a very powerful time in history that will never be forgotten. And I think our music, what we write in this time is going to be very um, pivotal and will last through after 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 the world gets back i think the music that was written during this time will definitely be something that stays so i think it's important while the world is so turbulent and things are going on that uh, musicians and artists really speak to it i completely agree and it's in these times of transitions if you look back in history yeah. it's in the time of transitions when some of the the best music and the best art absolutely uh, yeah. you know has been made i love seeing musicians and artists lean into this moment because there has been times when artists won't touch this subject matter because it's like the third rail, you know? It, it has a chance of alienating an audience, but it really seems like those barriers are broken. It, it's time. Yeah. The artists need to speak up, right? Oh, yeah. I think that we're also at a crossroads right now where, you know, music has, for for the, at least the last few decades, has been really just connected with this idea of commerce and making money and it's a, it's it's a for, it's a form of really just like a career path and a, something that you monetize but if you look back in the history human beings made music for different reasons in the past and they really did it from a place of service or a place of just being something authentic to their life and i think that right now like we're kind of back in this place of like okay well the money is not really like doing what it did for us. So now we're just like, why are we making this music? What are we really trying to say? And so, yeah, some of those like taboo, like, oh, we shouldn't say it because it's alienated. It's just kind of like we're finding, like, let's find our truth and like speak to like what we really care about. And and especially if it's not, you know, the money is not like the thing right now. I mean, it's just, I think it love that the music is taking on a different meaning right now. And it seems like you started to put this commentary and this thinking together in the first single uh, off the record, Americana. Yeah. This is a really powerful statement. What went into the process of creating and coming up with Americana? Yeah. So Americana was just something that I really kind of like a reckoning with the country and me being, you know, a woman of color, 
both a black woman and an Asian woman and an experience like the pressures in society coming up on me, you know, on both fronts and, and really how capitalism has played a role. It's such a big role in racism in America and this idea of like, get your piece of the goal, this idea of like, whoever can conquer the land owns it. And so that's kind of like what Americana is about and, and, and how that mentality has really um, affected communities of color and people that are living in this world that's called America. And and someone like me, it's like, well, am I Americana? Am I? Do I represent America? Is my identity, am I American enough? Or am I too much of an other? And like this idea of otherness, not being able to fit in one sort of identity. Um, these are all themes uh, in that that song that I wanted to bring up about and just kind of taking on that perspective from a biracial woman right now, like uh, everything that has historically been like a wound has just been like opened, reopened. And like, we all need to like, just really deal with it, you know, cause it's definitely come to a climax. And so, yeah, it's a very, very intense time. This is Americana by Judith Hill on Joy Sounds. Get your piece of the gold. 
That was Americana, the first single from the upcoming album Baby I'm Hollywood by Judith Hill. Once again, I'd like to thank our co-sponsor, Music Connection. Through its daily website, weekly newsletter, and monthly print magazine, Music Connection caters to artists, musicians, industry pros, and support services. For years, Music Connection has been known for discovering new talent by reviewing unsigned artists, both through its live performance reviews and critiques of recordings. Music Connection never charges a fee for its reviews. Known for years as the Musician's Bible, Music Connection bridges the gap between the street and the elite. It exists to serve artists and music makers of all genres, offering connections to the unconnected and to provide expert, cutting-edge information that can help you take your music to the next level. Whether offering tips on raw survival or exclusive contact lists of industry pros like managers and label representatives, Music Connection is an acclaimed, proven resource for the professional and semi-pro musician. Check it out at musicconnection.com. Now, let's get back to our conversation with Judith Hill. And that was Americana, first single off of Baby I'm Hollywood, the upcoming record from Judith Hill. That's such a powerful song. And you've got an amazing video that accompanies this that you take on these roles that amplify the the meaning of this song. So tell me a little bit about this video, the concept of it, and and what went into it. In the video, I'm taking on multiple identities, all of which I very much identify with. I've got, you know, um, the Japanese immigrant woman, and she's dressed in a traditional kimono. I've got the warrior that's standing in the middle of suburban America with a spear that represents like kind of my spirit animal, you know, from Africa, my roots. In fact, my, if we do trace my line, I think my parent, my dad's side is from Nigeria. So that was kind of a representation. And then, you know, I've got this outlaw, woman, um, African-American woman that in the society, she is perceived as dangerous. You know, she is kind of criminalized for how she appears and she represents, you know, as being a black woman, you know, what happens, you know, when you're, when you're black in America. And then I've got this woman who's kind of a 1950s, the help that represents an era that, um, where black women were, um, often, housemaids and 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 so there is the modern day judith that's basically in the video observing all of these different characters and recognizing that they are so deeply a part of who she is and then she's trying to walk through america and figure out how to live in america there are instances every day where she feels like she identifies with one of these characters yeah, I love that the warrior's just standing in the middle of a suburban neighborhood, like totally out of place. And that's kind of like, yes, it's like coming out of 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 it and really addressing it head on. And even if it's uncomfortable, which is what that symbolizes, it's like it's time to really come out and deal with it head on. It's a really powerful piece. And I'm going to guess that it was personally challenging for you to take on those uh, different personas and to, to assume that role. That can't be easy because emotionally, you probably have to put yourself there a little bit. Yeah, it's it's intense because you really feel it and you really understand like this is like, especially um, in America, this is this is a almost a form of protest. There's one quote that says, just your hair being out in a big Afro in itself, hair is a form of protest. Just being who you are, some people might actually view it as offensive or a challenge to their society. And so that it's really, it is very, um, when you think of it that way, it's like, yeah, just me declaring, saying I'm a black woman 
That that can almost be like a statement of protest to some people. It's really incredible. Let's talk about the entire record of Baby I'm Hollywood. And I sort of scan the tracks. The breadth of styles is really impressive. You're drawing from so mm-hmm. much and incorporating it into your writing. How, how does this all reflect who you are as an artist? It's a real like celebration of everything that I love. And I think I, I didn't, I let it all exist amongst itself because that is really who I am. I really am a girl that was brought up in soul and funk music, but I, you know, I've also have jazz and rock influences and other things. And I think that the the music just really kind of reflects like me and just really, it's just a, a soul singer like me singing to some music that I just love to play live and things that I feel like really make me excited. You've uh, had the opportunity to work with some of the most iconic figures uh, in music, Prince, Michael Jackson, Stevie Wonder, only to name a few. I'm wondering how those experiences maybe have contributed to your artistry now, to the writing, to the production, and maybe to this record? Well, for one, I, I feel like some of it is really ingrained in me. And especially, you know, my work with Prince, that was very um, a powerful season, kind of a turning point for me. And I think that, like, with this record, I, I felt like I really um, wanted to own who I was in a, a very bold statement because I felt like, my story was um, outshining me. And it was almost like when you work with people that are so iconic, it's really hard to, uh, it's like that's the only thing that the world can see. And so I wanted this record for me to really kind of own the parts of me that I was scared of, the parts of me that I felt like I wasn't um, being seen and really be able to just like, make something that was like, this is, this is who I am. This is, this is me. And um, really kind of almost outshine my own story, which is a weird thing to say, but it feels like it's just been like, I've been the girl that's known for right. singing with, you know, you know, who and so-and-so. And so it's been interesting, but I, to answer your question, I've been so grateful for everyone I worked with. And I feel like I've really taken um, so much away from working with everybody. And I can imagine that being able to stand independently, Judith Hill as the artist, after being known as Judith Hill, who sings with, you know, the ex-artist or something like that, has also been a process to just establish your own artistic identity. Yeah, I mean, there's so many layers when it comes to that, too. I I think, I mean, honestly, if I were to be honest, it, it is almost like when you do work with a a male icon as a woman and as a background singer, that is very hard to overcome. I do think almost if it was a female icon that maybe I wouldn't be so attached so strongly to so many things, but I find that that's also interesting. Why? That's why I do write some of the lyrics I did in the record, just because kind of addressing it in a way, but, but realizing that, that, yeah, that's a real thing. It's like, it's as a woman in this industry, those are real things that exist. And so, you know, I just, I love the journey and the music so much, but I do, I, I started to realize that that that's probably one of the reasons why you're stuck in this, you know. I was initially introduced to you, as were many people, through the award-winning documentary, 20 Feet from oh, Stardom. Feet, yeah, exactly. What kind of impact did that film have on your career? It was amazing to be a part of. I didn't, at the first, I didn't know that it was going to do what it did. It was just so fun to just 
hang out with everybody and chat. But I think that, yeah, I think that the, the film was beautiful because it really gave voices to like un- unsung heroes. And for me, I didn't really consider myself an unsung hero at the time because I was just like this young chick that had sung with Michael Jackson and Stevie Wonder, but that didn't make me like, I was still like tell- writing my story. Um, and so it was a very interesting thing to be a part of because it was really kind of almost like, okay, well, here's here's Judith Hill and and we want to tell her story because she's sort of like the next generation. And, and also it's like, there's a bunch of blank pages left in the book. So we'll see what happens with her. So it was a very interesting thing that it did for my career where it's like, okay, cool. Now people are kind of like, checking to see what I do next, you know. But let's get a chance to hear some more music from you. The song that you have queued up to finish today's episode is Thank You. Where does Thank You fit into this record? Well, Thank You is a bonus track, and it, it was actually a song that I did that, that partnered with a, a gratefulness campaign that I with the NBA when we did the um, NBA draft. And um, just a song really about appreciating the people that, and speaking of, you know, mentors, appreciating mentors and people that believed in you and um, really just saying thank you. And so I feel like it's just a very inspirational song that can mean so much for anybody, whether it's appreciating your mother, appreciating someone in your life that believed in you. And I think that um, oftentimes we just forget to say thank you. Like, I know that like, I wish that I had said that more, especially to my family or to people I love. And so um, it's like, well, why don't I just, I want to just say it. Thank you. You know, and I write a song called Thank You. And so that's, here we are. What's in the future for Judith Hill? Yeah, I've been really um, getting creative here and, and working on some big passion projects that involve themselves more in like the film world and the, in the theater spaces. And so, uh, that's been really exciting, uh, here just working on and building these things. And I'm really looking forward to, uh, you know, in a year or so showing it to the world. Judith, what a pleasure it has been to get a chance to talk to you and yeah, meet great you. Great to talk to you too. And congratulations on the single and the record. This is um, really a significant work. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, it's been really fun. To wrap up this episode, let's hear Thank You by Judith Hill on Joy Sounds. I will stand upon your shoulders and I feel a little stronger. You gave me a little hope and I say thank you. When I lose sight of the horizon, you lift me up, my world is brightened. You gave me a little hope and I say thank you. I felt the ground shaking under me. I saw the sky falling down on me. I was scared cause I felt alone. I was scared cause I didn't know. I broke my wings and I couldn't fly I lost my way, I was going blind You gave me light when I couldn't see You gave me words when I couldn't speak And you said, you are not alone I'll be your rock, I'll be your shelter My world is brightening
Be sure to subscribe and follow Joy Sounds wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us on all social media platforms using the handle at Joy Sounds Music. Are you an artist who would like to be on the show? Visit the contact page of our website at joysoundsmusic.com for more information. Until next time, this is Joy Sounds, music you need to know.